Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, but yeah, getting your, like, your thoughts on Final, uh, not Final Fantasy, are you? I don't play that game anymore. Oh, right? It's Fantastic Four. <laughs> Fantastic Four. Cool. And the... Uh, the new uh, Captain, Marvel. Captain Marvel. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because most of it's Reddit. He hasn't, which is good. So he we can get an outside view. Interesting. <laughs> no. And uh, and that'll be all today on T T D D M O. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is Ricky, the Jolly Rancher Commander, with my host, host, oh, co-host, man, uh, the mood the killer. <laughs> the mood killer. <laughs> yeah, the mood killer. The mood killer. Lalo, the mood killer. Yeah. And we got random guy off the street, Mike. Michael, the librarian. Okay, Y'all remember yeah. him? Yeah. You remember him? Support your local library. That's it. So, uh, yeah. And today we have a guest today. Hi, you guys. What is your name, sir? My name is Justin Jones, and I'm manager of the Sci-Fi Factory Lake Worth location. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, so how long do uh, you want to tell us about this place, man? Well, yeah, we, um, uh, we've been here for uh, this coming February. will be around four years, and uh, we're the second location that has come throughout the course of all of Sci-Fi Factory's kind of existence. First location was over in Keller. Uh, it's off of like Golden Triangle and Beach Street. And those, these are all owned and operated by a uh, man and his wife named Brennan and Michelle Enos. Uh-huh. Uh, we're not corporate, we're not anything like that. We're still doing that mom and pop thing, but thankfully, business has been good enough to kind of spread out a couple times. So Awesome. Uh, the Keller and Lake Worth store are kind of the premium stores. Uh-huh. They are uh, the ones that have the, I would say, the kind of the biggest base and are the ones that kind of really specialize with a whole bunch of very specific communities. With us being more specifically comics, and uh, myself and my twin brother Joshua Jones were yeah, twin brother. I do. Are you like identical? No, 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 no. Well, for idiots, but uh, <laughs> yeah. the we're fraternal twins, and so we've been running this place together since it opened. And uh, he's about to become the regional manager of everything, so that's going to be pretty cool. While I'll be oh, taking yeah. full hold of everything here. Uh, oh wow! So, but both of us. We're the comic experts for kind of all the locations, so uh, if usually anyone has a has a question about that stuff or how to handle some customers' questions, they usually come to us. So let me have you have you heard ever have you heard listened to the show since I've talked to you? Yeah, I yeah. actually picked up a, a a couple of the episodes off of iTunes the other day. So okay, okay, I I just like to make sure that you you know where you're getting yourself into because. <laughs> We we discuss a lot of odd topics and mm-hmm. sometimes we go on rants and sometimes it's like yeah we we have like some fans <laughs> that tell us that we're really boring. So you so. mean talk like normal people? Is yeah, like, yeah, right. <laughs> so uh, so yeah, so this is us. We're TDMR. We've been doing this for like a year and stuff. Cool. And uh, this is the first time we've ever been together in a room. Yeah, yeah. First time I've ever met Yeah, first time awesome. ever. 
Oh, yeah. Okay, so I'm nope. glad I could be the bringer of you guys. <laughs> yeah. You're the bridge. <laughs> I am the bridge. And so, uh, yeah, so that's really exciting. Um, where, have you, where did you guys kind of get, well, get started? Well, we I kind of fell into it, mm-hmm. into podcasting, because my cousin got an offer from Astro Panda Productions to... That's pretty cool. Like, podcast, because he knows, like, the owner. Yeah. And then he called me, he was like... Hey, you want to do a podcast? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, of course I do. And then uh, he was he he dropped out, and we got my other cousins in, and more cousins in, and then they all dropped out, and I just like, man, you know what? I like podcasts. I'm gonna keep yeah. going. So I, I kept going, and here and here we are. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. I, I met Lalo through work. Yeah, I met him at work. And I'm like, dude, yeah. you look like my cousin Red. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh shit, he does, <laughs> doesn't he? And so I don't even know who the guy is. And so he was like, "Yeah, that's what he told me at the end." He's like, "I don't even know who that is." And I've heard him on the what middle aged nerds, middle aged nerds. That's it. And yeah. and then you know Michael, he I met him through an ex, and then he married my sister, and then yeah. it was weird. Uh, <laughs> so family angle. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's I believe one. he's the only one I've met before in my store. Have you been in the store? I've before? never been in the really? store. You look incredibly ever. familiar to me. I. He looks like Gary Oldman. I've been telling him that. <laughs> hey, I mean, there could be worse things to look like. Like, see? Now, my, bro- now brother lives around this area, so he may have wandered in. Gotcha. You, you look just incredibly familiar to somebody who's been in the store quite a few times. So Yeah. No, I've come into the store lots of yeah, times. Yeah, I know you have. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, I don't I remember my you. my son's been in here a few times, too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, have they? I think Cameron has. Oh, oh, or y'all do Warhammer? Yes, we do. Oh, then, yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah, probably yeah. where you've met him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's uh, let's get into discussion. Let's let's talk about the Final Fantasy. Uh, no, Final, Final Fantasy. Dang. You need anything oh. with FF is a Final uh, Fantasy. I know. So it's automatically well, mostly yeah. because we haven't had Fantastic Four for the last ten damn years. So it's yeah. kind of hard to yeah. get that back in the flow. And I'm like, um, uh, what's that? Getting off the uh, the addiction, the MMO addiction. <laughs> I've, I've been like I've been like gripping for like ten two years now. I haven't played Final Fantasy like ten years, oh, yeah. two years. And uh, it's like uh, every now and then I read like the the uh, Final Fantasy fourteen for- forums on Reddit, and I'm like, I, I, I can't stop, and I just can't stop sometimes, man. But yeah, so anyways, Fantastic Four is back, right here. Hold this, Lalo. All right, you're you're in charge. Uh, and after a, what a ten year hiatus, right? Roughly around that time is you got to think around two thousand eight, two thousand nine. That's when Marvel said, "Screw it, we're we're not giving Fox any more fodder to." The rune, to, right? Yeah, to, to make any more content because they wanted the rights back. It, it's been a pissing contest the entire time. That's the only reason we haven't had any Fantastic Four in comics-wise uh-huh. is straight up because of the movies. Yeah, I was yeah. about to say, oh, even because yeah. like, the movies were like such garbage. They were, yeah, and well, yeah. it's not mm-hmm. so much that they're gar- the original one. I, I'm not going to lie. I love the first one. Like, first one's pretty first good. First one's great. It, it's, got, it's still got that feel uh-huh. you know, of like Fantastic Four from... You know, I've got like original Fantastic Four comics in here that I still have open that people can, and I, I implore people to read them because they're stupid, they're silly. Oh, they're they're, they're pretty bad. They're but they're, are they really? But they're yeah. awesomely bad in the sense of it's that's what comics were. That that's yeah. Marvel's first real run, and everyone came out in, in Fantastic Four. Black Panther, Spider Man even had his first thing whenever he was like. Hey, I'd like to join the Fantastic Four, and Reed's like, "No, no, get out." Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't. I've never read a Fantastic Four uh, comic mm-hmm. because I saw the movies, and I'm like, "Man, this, this is these are dumb." dumb. He, exactly. He, he like and you got a rock guy, well, you got a girl goes invisible. A lot of the ones set in New York in the '60s. Absolutely. It's like everybody knew Fantastic Four. They were kind of like the public face of the uh, superheroes. Yeah, yeah. That, and so because before that, we had you know people tend to forget that DC is about almost 20 years older than than Marvel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, we got. 
uh, you know, Action Comics number one coming out in 1939. So that's already established, and we have the Justice League established a little bit after that, like it was like 1940s, and that's what we know as comics. Oh, really? So when Marvel jumps in that way with, hey, we've got something new, people are like, holy hell, what is this weird woman and man and it's holy crap that guy's on fire what is going on on that cover but do you think that they're 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 pushing like the fantastic four now because they're owned by disney or marvel's owned by disney and disney has the incredibles which is basically like well, kind of like the fantastic four fan- they <laughs> the model after them you know, it's, it's like that absolutely but no i don't think it has any correlation at all you don't think so no i think that the incredibles of course have correlation to the to the uh, in you know retrospect and like honor to fantastic four but the big thing this is kind of this is how we as comic guys uh-huh. knew disney got the rights back or disney and marvel got the rights from 21st century fox oh, okay so because you, well, yeah yeah they they wouldn't do that any otherwise or if they don't have it they are in the position to where it literally just hasn't gone legally through but they're like yeah the money's there we don't have to worry about it. go ahead and start making some stuff so we can start pumping out some some real energy and flow because comics they dude they're hype now. I can't mm-hmm. express to you how hype comics are right now, and it's it's awesome. It makes me happy every day because I get people to read new stuff. Uh-huh. But Fantastic Four, and especially with this new issue, I've had people that I've never seen before coming in and going, "Hey, um, you got that Fantastic Four number one? Like really? <laughs> I mean, like, um, no, you you you." you you screwed, you fucked it up, you, man. You, you didn't come it. up. It's like, you did not get here soon enough. And I, I'm telling you, man, on that first Wednesday, whenever it released, I probably had 20, 30 copies on the wall. Uh-huh. Um, anytime there's a major, major title like that, I'll have probably enough to go through Friday. Nope. Not through Wednesday. Yeah. When I came in, I, I think I came in on a Wednesday or, mm-hmm. or Thursday or something like that. I came in and, and there was only like two on the, on the shelf. I'm like, I gotta grab one. Yep. And you <laughs> did. You were actually probably one of the last ones to grab one because the only ones I had left were around five or six that were still on my pull list that hadn't been p- picked up because trust me, on that Wednesday, everyone who had Fantastic Four in their pull list, people that usually kind of pick, because I hold their pull list, right? And they'll pick it up Let's in the next couple of days. No, everyone came and got it that Wednesday. Oh, wow. It was awesome. Sweet. And uh, Dan, Dan Slott has got it, man. I can tell you from Reddit, it's... Who, who's the artist? Sarah P- 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 Penlinchi or something like that? She sounds uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not, sadly, you know, I'm the, here. The, yeah, that's fine. I just, I just know it's Dan. Dan uh-huh. Slott is the guy who wrote it. And I've been... I've it, Dan has been a hit or miss for me for comics for years. Uh-huh. But what he does do really, really well is take some characters and put some balls on them and make people interested in those characters. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I, I... Okay, so I never read the, uh, the a Fantastic Four comic. The okay. only experience I had with was with the movies. Yep. And with... Uh, their, they had a cameo in the Tales of Apocalypse. Like, it showed the origin yeah, of Apocalypse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it was, like, back when he was, like, Ben Asher or something like that. <laughs> back in Egyptian times. It's weird. It's, it's cool, yeah, but weird. And, yeah, so they, like, make a cameo, and that's, like, the only time, right? And I'm mm-hmm. like, man, I don't like these characters. They seem really boring. But when I read the comic book, this issue one, it, I was completely amazed because, like, two or three episodes ago, I, man, I was... Man, ragging yeah, on he was ragging bad. I was, yeah, I was ragging bad on them. Thinking, oh, yeah. How boring. They missed their mark. We got the Incredibles now. Like, nobody likes, nobody likes a rock so you, you, so you're automatically in the group of assuming that, oh, we got the Incredibles automatically. Just screw the Fantastic Four. Yeah, now, dude, I'm uh, going to tell you right now, fuck that. So. Yeah, I was like totally just ragging on them. I'm like, they, man, they, nobody cares about them. I mean, and but then I read the story and the 
the comic was very it wasn't like the super exact you know action there was no action it was like more emotional and it was absolutely right it was all relationships because you couldn't I mean, we go back and let's say the essence from the '60s was that's what was in the comics to to keep kids entertained. We got to remember, man, when this when these original things came out, that was what these guys were designed for: is for kids and for mm-hmm. imaginative adults. And it's never changed, uh-huh. even up to date. Granted, but guess what happened to those kids? They're now the imaginative adults. That's what we are. Yeah. And yeah. so I I I think probably my customer base is is around 60 percent of my customer base are. I'm 25, and so I'm pretty young when it comes to. Yeah, being you're around. young. He's like the youngest yeah. one I hear. Yeah, but yeah. like, sure. I, Michael's 40. I'm the old man. Mm-hmm. I'm 43. Well, you got a name of the I'm library, and you're gonna have to kind of <laughs> own up to that. Yeah, he's 43. I'm 35. Uh, and 29. He's, so are you really? Yeah, yeah. He's still a baby. What are you talking? No, about? No, no kidding, man. Shut up. You're fine. No, I mean uh, when it comes like for me being young, you know my. My experience with this has been basically new wave, part of the, you know, the, the, I'm as much as millennial as any of, as he is as well. So, but mm-hmm. it comes down to, I have amazing people interacting with amazing comics now. Uh-huh. And those people are more invested in characters and more invested in stories that are going to captivate them emotionally instead of, yeah, if, I, if you want an action comic, Go get a nice Aquaman that's really, really cool, and it's got a really heavy action on the front cover. You're going to be great. But I can tell you what the biggest seller has been for the last two months. What was it? And that has been the Catwoman and Batman uh, oh, marriage. Oh, the, the, we- the wedding? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, the marriage. Yeah, I heard about that. And I, yeah, I can tell you right now, there hadn't been any action in that, but or at least in some, but it has been a bare-knuckle emotional response from the people because you've got... And that, like, say, in, in Fantastic Four... Are we allowed to talk spoilers? Or? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Well, hold so, on. We'll, we'll do a spoiler okay. count. And spoilers in five, four. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, like is. the biggest thing for me was when Ben proposes to his girlfriend for the. Yeah, dude, I can mm-hmm. tell you, we've been waiting fifty years for that. I, I, like, I, who is she? I, so, I've never seen her. Okay, so well, wait, that, wait. She was in the movie. She's an artist. Mm-hmm. She's in the movie. She's the one that that he was trying to talk to. And, yeah, that's you know, right. In the original ones. So, uh, by the way, we, we, we do not talk about. 2015. No, we just no, don't. No. We, we don't talk. No. We don't. No. Listen, we, I'm going to cut that. Do you off. know? But first, of all, do you know why that movie was made? Uh, so uh, I heard that so Fox can keep the rights. Yes, to that it. is the only reason they made that film yeah. is because in order to keep the rights, which ran out at the end of 2015, they had to keep making properties. So that literally was pump it out, grind it, grind it, grind it. Yeah, we don't care about if it's good. We just got to get it out there. And that's what's terrible. I mean. The biggest things of emotion with this character was, uh, which for me was Ben proposing to his girl. Yeah. I can tell you, that surprised the hell out of me. That very much did. But didn't he do it in the movies also? Yeah, it's kind of one of those things that, since for comic guys, it wasn't in the comics, so we didn't give a damn. Oh, really? You know, it was yeah. it was that oh, thing yeah. of like, oh yeah, that that's something that we would like to see. And it felt like a hand-me-out to fans being like, Hey guys, you guys, you've been reading Fantastic Four for so long. There you go. You know, and it, and it it didn't feel genuine. This one felt genuine. It was amazing, and it was just him basically going, you know, because Johnny is sitting there and going, "I can't handle not being a part of the Fantastic Four anymore." Yeah, I know that. Which is, yeah, he's he's always been that way. So like, when the Fantastic Four ended their, I guess what their first volume, I guess. Mm-hmm. 
did what, ha- what did they explain what happened to Reed and the rest? Because the last time I you have to um, oh, okay, like, so yeah, that, that is are a, they dead? They for, they talked a little bit about it in the comic, but yeah, they're, they're like, trapped on some, yeah, they're trapped over there now. The they've been involved in the last runs of the last Secret Wars and Secret Empire and stuff like that to where, but basically in a nutshell, you just need to know that Reed and uh, Sue, they've been trapped on other places in a multiverse type thing. Oh really? That's and and what Dan the way he wrote it was basically that's all you need to know, which is great. Why you can and that's why I guess you come to places like me and have people like me behind the counter to be like, hey, here's what you need to read if you want to get caught up on that. So, so they, they've been like in and out of storylines. Yes, ever since they have they been involved in Marvel, but they've been involved in Marvel because but, you can't erase them. No, you have the first family. See, I thought they were completely erased when they no, canceled no, no, their no. thing. And, no, because and they did a relaunch. What happened? Uh, I think it was like two or three months ago. Uh-huh. Some either around the middle of the beginning of the year, we had Marvel Two and One. What's that? Marvel Two and One. It one. If you don't know what Marvel Two and One is, shame on you. Um, Sorry. Two. <laughs> uh, it's old. It's old. So Marvel Two and One was actually yeah. in the '60s. That was like. How they got some of your favorite characters together. Oh, you want Spider-Man and the Hulk? Here you go. Here's a Marvel 2-in-1. Oh, you like Thing and you like Doctor Doom? Here's a Marvel 2-in-1. Oh, wait. Is that like is that like those magazines where you can flip it upside down and it's yeah. the other? They very much those into the 80s. Yeah, oh, yeah. and those were all the way cool. <laughs> so, but even then, the original essence of those was Marvel 2-in-1. It was basically a one-shot little storyline with these two characters. Hey, here's the Hulk. Here's Captain America. There you go. And here's a story with them. Uh-huh. And so... Before, about a couple months ago, was the thing and the the Human Torch, and we, I'm freaking out because I'm just like um that that those Fantastic Four, they're in print. What is going on? Oh really? So we're just like, oh great. Well, the end of this feels like it was, it was something like how it was with um uh when C- Secret Empire and uh sorry Secret Wars and then all new all different or all new, yeah I think they came out. They screwed the pooch on that, and they started releasing. <laughs> they started mm-hmm. releasing all new, all different before the even the the storyline was ended. Meanwhile, so it was like here's part A, and then in that run, which I'm holding my hands up for a certain distance, <laughs> and here is where they started the uh, the storyline. So this main storyline, which actually the ending's right here, uh-huh. and the beginning is over here, they've started apart. So you've already started reading literally after what the ending of the main storyline were. and so people were really confused on wait 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 am i picking up issues that's already literally started from the, the issues that i that haven't even released yet yeah 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 you are I, did they do that just to make money or or just to i don't get, like all these i mean it, it started or, where where it very much felt like marvel was grinding out for civil war 2 so when when captain america civil war came out which great again great film probably one of my favorite out of them there was they, which to me, I, I can't, I, I call it a kind of a bastardization of comics. They started releasing Civil War Two, which had to deal with the Inhumans, and it had to deal with um, uh, instead of being you know Civil War between Captain America and Iron Man, it was Captain Marvel and Iron Man. So is this like the first time? Okay, skipping towards Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. is this like the first time she showed up as Captain Marvel? Because wasn't Hell she no. like Carol Danvers is old. Yeah, Carol Danvers is all the way from like 1973 or something like that. Oh, so, is she? Yeah, she's. Well, old. I thought she was yeah. like in a coma, right? From like no, rogue touching. That's gonna show up oh yeah, the the, next one, right? the the movies is going to be starring Carol uh, Brie Larson's Carol Danvers, and I can tell you, I'm very excited for that. They just yeah. released the. So, I, with questioning your knowledge, uh, how do you feel that the movies have done so far as sticking to the comics? 
Wait, well, wait, hold on. Let me get you. You want? You want we're not gonna be here long. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fuck you, then. That's fine. I'm <laughs> All right, go ahead. So, you want to repeat my question? No. Yeah. So it's like asking, uh, how do I feel as a comic guy comparing comics to the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Um, they shut me up as a giant fan when I believe around Captain America two. People like us, I say like us. I, I'm not speaking for the entire community. But I'm speaking for a large community. You can is, speak for me. Yeah, I can speak for you. you <laughs> um, uh, when they went. And they started. They took the the death of the the the, the Winter Soldier storyline, which is one of the greatest comic storylines for Captain America of all time. It's an amazing storyline. They didn't fall very close to it, but they well, was enough to where it was homage. But Marvel, Kevin Feige, officially stated at that point that, "Hey guys, we are in Universe Nine Nine Point Triple Nine." And then guess what that did? That shut me up. Because now, 100%, we're in our own universe. We are in no reverence to the comics. We're not... It's just like going to the Ultimates universe, going to Earth-216 or three, uh, 314. It is its own universe. So I, at that point, I'm like, fuck it. Great. Oh, wow. I didn't I have, know that. I personally yeah. have no reverence to the way these comics are being referenced to the movies. Movies are doing their own thing. Okay, Keep so that's mm. they're, good. They're, they're are they are they absolutely paying homage to original storylines? Absolutely. You have decades upon decades right. of source material to run yeah. through. Yeah. But like say, I when I explain for infi- the, just the whole Infinity War, we had Infinity War, and if you haven't seen it by this point, shame on you. Yeah. Uh, for fuck's <laughs> sake. Well, I'll, I'll see it. Finally. Mm. Oh, did you? Oh, I am <laughs> armed. Oh. And let's go. <laughs> <laughs> So, oh um, man, you're about to die. Oh, <laughs> so, for things like that, does the Infinity Gauntlet storyline, as in the comics, is it literally the movie? No, not at all. the The comic storyline came out in 1991, and I think the first reference. Uh, I'm going to be challenged on my knowledge. Some people in the comments, please. Tell yeah. me on this. I believe it came out uh, first. Infinity Stone came out around 1967, 68, and uh, so Michael knows. I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't read that shit. No, because <laughs> it, it, it didn't. It wasn't I never read any of the Galactic so, stuff. I know, oh. and and yeah. that's the whole point. Is Jack Kirby, Steve Ditko, and uh, uh, Stan Lee? They were planning. They planned 1991's Infinity Gauntlet for almost 30 years. Wow. Oh, so man. you think 10 years is a long time for the movies? No, no, son. They were. They were planning that stuff, and mostly I say planning is in they didn't go, oh, we're we're going to create Thanos and he's going to try to get the stones. No, they started creating characters, and mostly it was Jack and Steve because they were the ones creating those cosmic characters, especially Jack. And they started making these cosmic characters, and they were part of, as he'll know, it was like original Guardians of the Galaxy, Nova, Rom, these weird, amazing cosmic <laughs> stories oh, that were Rom, just Space Nine, Rom Space Nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wait, I loved it, it. there's supposed to be a movie about that coming yeah, out? Yeah, and I'm actually, there? I'm not going to watch it. Dude, I'm not going to watch oh, it. Oh, you need to. Oh. You got Rom going. A friend of mine played right with there. the Rom toys when he was a kid. Yeah, so the um, uh, uh, the, the greatest thing you can do about that is go like, oh, well, what's going back? But the movies, uh, so the movies have taken roughly around ten years to to make, and so what are you going to do to when I have people coming in to go, hey, I'd like to read the Infinity Gauntlet or the Infinity War? Well, guess what? If you grab the Infinity War graphic novel down there, you will. That's not in any way involved in the um, uh, in what we're watching on the television on, on the movies. People come in here and they grab the Infinity War, like the Infinity War graphic novel that's kind of has the same title as a the movie. They won't be reading the most accurate thing to it. They actually need to be reading the. If you, if guys out there, if you want to read 
the closest iteration of what the movies have been for all the 10 years, you need to grab at your local comic store the Infinity Gauntlet storyline. That's a graphic novel that is titled The Infinity Gauntlet. That is exactly what is in the films. Thanos grabbing the Infinity Stones, putting them in a gauntlet, and affecting the universe. However, there are characters on a cosmic scale, Living Tribunal, Infinity, Eternity, um, uh, Chaos and Order. You've got Mistress Death, who's basically kind of his... Well, then the, I don't. Mm. She's not in the movies at all. So, well, mm. I mean, I, I heard like rumors I, that Hella was supposed to be and that. I, and and I, I, was like, I personally was going to be okay with that. Me too. Um, mostly because, yeah, I mean, that way you don't have to interject any new, brand new characters. But I think the next film is going to be called Eternity. You think so? I thought it was, wasn't it going to supposed to start with like an FW or something like that, or WF, or there was a rumor oh, no. like those were the beginning letters of the name. Well, I'm going to brag here a bit. Tell me. And I've got a couple of my regulars who are involved. I've got uh, one of my regulars is one of Chris uh, Chris Evans' stunt doubles. So, oh, really? Oh, uh, not that I get. Well, I'm not going to get sued, am I? For no, putting no, this no. On the air. I mean, no, I it's like they're, the, these comments are uh, they're his. They're all speculation. <laughs> they're all speculation. There you go. Um, no, nothing. And I'm, I, I'm uh, my brother and I were voice actors and, and, and kind of actors, so we there's this word on where my end comes from and. I believe they're going to get the the cosmic deities involved. You think so? I really think Just so. Just set the, the we, universe back straight. And I stuff? think so, mostly because in the comic books, when Thanos did, you know, he snapped his fingers. Yeah. There wasn't any cosmic repercussions because the Living Tribunal was like, yeah, he's he's fine. And the Living Tribunal, if you guys don't know, is like the second most powerful, and I will challenge this. Is the second, if not first, most powerful uh, being in the Marvel universe, except for the one above all. Uh, the one above all is is basically God, but um, there are things like pro- I think it's Prodi- Prodigy or uh, Protege who's like copied is, the Living Tribunal. Isn't the Living Tribunal? Isn't he like a? Uh, he's like a big a golden guy. Golden guy. Yeah, yeah. He's a big old golden guy with three faces. Yeah, I believe it's Logic, Compassion, and Wrath are the, yeah. what the faces are, and. He's the one that he 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 doesn't affect anything. He's just the one to look at all the multiverses and go, "You're cool, you're cool." Okay, you're there's a being in, or in the third one. It's like, <laughs> all right, there's a being in this one, or there's a, a imbalance of power with this multiverse. This version, this specific ver- uh, universe, has more power than any of them else. Now I'm going to interject. It, isn't that when they that all those universes collided a few? Uh, what was that? I don't know what that was. Uh, like, I think I know what you're talking about. But we're, uh, we're like there, all the the multiverse was collapsing upon itself, and all the worlds were having to fight each you other. You mean literally every ten years in comics ever? Yeah, I mean, yeah. damn it, <laughs> Crisis of Infinite Earths. I mean, yeah, yeah, so we're, talk, style. yeah we're talking yeah. all the way back oh, to DC when they did it first. Then. But right, even so, still, but like with him, he shows up, or sorry, he's he's basically interviewing Thanos and being like, "Why do you think you need to do this?" And Thanos gives his answers. He's like, "There needs to be a balance of." energy and power in this universe and i have the ability to do it well when everyone else is asking the living tribunal hey are you are you not going to do anything about this and living tribunal goes no he's not doing anything wrong of course he's doing something he that's when he goes uh living tribunal is like my moral compass is not being affected right here because morality is not what i deal with Uh i deal with balance and the Infinity Stones are a natural occurring thing in your universe. And th- those are in every universe? Those are in every universe. Okay. And that's why, like, if you take the Infinity Gauntlet of our, like, say, we're, uh, we always say, our, we're Earth 616. Uh-huh. So if you take a inf- 616 Infinity Gauntlet and you go to Earth 617, your Infinity Gauntlet doesn't work because you're not in, that, not in your own universe. Oh, you're really? in their universe. So, oh, so yeah. you, maybe in, like, what, 
because I've heard a lot of rumors and speculation that like part two of the Infinity War or whatever, it's gonna there, there's gonna be a lot of time travel. That would be great, and that I, would, and I don't want that. I hate time travel. Well, you got to think about <laughs> uh, time travel is for writers who can't write well. Yeah. Or oh well, wait, Back to the uh, Future was good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> time travel is almost used as a moniker in comics. But you're not doing it every month for no, oh yeah, but twenty years. Yeah. Let's, let's go with the Days of Future Past. Um, that's a classic time travel storyline for Marvel. Well. They Marvel was kind of writing themselves into a corner. Yeah, they wrote themselves into a point where they were having characters show up, or they were having characters die, or characters interact where they just they couldn't go any further. They're like, where where can we go? Well, you know where you can go back in time. You uh, can go back in time. You can start messing with some stuff, and then you just hit the reset button. See, and that's what that's like one of the reasons I stopped reading X Men. I absolutely hate that. Absolutely, yeah. And I it's mean, it's lazy writing. It is because they were like, because I don't like the idea of the in, especially in comic books, you know. Uh, when when things start going like too much into alternate dimensions, mm-hmm. time travel, yeah. and I was like, the X Men were like, especially back in the nineties, like you know, oh, that's no, when you, I read it. No, the thing is, that's the Jim Lee's yeah. um, uh, X Men. That's because it was like Scott and Gene. I mean, they went into the future, raised Nathan. He came back. <laughs> Bishop oh, yeah. came back. No, the whole cable uh, thing like is, a, is all convoluted. Like a, an, another version of Jean Grey, but turned out to be her daughter from a different dimension. Came back, and she had the Phoenix yeah, Force. And Summers, it was like, you get yeah, Nathaniel. You get um, yeah, uh, and then you had the Strife. Age of Apocalypse, Strife, and yeah, that I love too. Strife as a character, though he's a badass character. And it was just like I'm like, ugh, and I'm just like Gene. Just leave Scott and go with Logan. You know you love him. No, and it was just you, like, I mean, you no, obviously what? know about the, the 90s bust, right? I mean, in those storylines, we have so much pumping out. And uh, Marvel, everyone tends to forget, um, and I will put this on record, is that Marvel would not be the Marvel we have today if it weren't for Blade. Blade? Blade. Blade. Because uh, all through the 90s, oh, really? just like you said, we have convoluted storylines. We have stuff that's pumping out in the hundreds of thousands of copies. And comics are being burned out. Uh-huh. So, t- time travel, um, uh, alternate realities—that stuff started graining on. It was graining on me. I'm like, I started reading comics back before I could read. You know, oh, dang. And <laughs> my, cause, it, it's been a thing. I, I, I don't. When, when I say I'm a comic expert, I've been around. I've been but comics paid for my college. Oh wow! So, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. my my father and my grandfather and my uncle—they've collected all through since the '60s. So I have roughly around 100, 110,000 comics in my, my family's collection. Ooh. Dang! So that's like Michael. Last time, yeah. yeah, la- yeah. Last that's time, my, my uncle. Yeah. Oh, last time I, I we, we actually counted, we had around three to four, <laughs> five hundred long boxes. So Dang. Uh, And that we have we have a store facility where we take that, but it started from the 1960s when my grandfather was collecting stuff when he was a kid, and then all the way up to now. But I can tell you right now, when I was a kid, my dad wasn't buying comics because the 90s were doing stuff like that. We were all, everyone in my family was reading everything until they started doing this time travel bullshit. And everyone's yeah. like, or alternate dimensions. And it just got weird. But back to the Blade point is Blade was made, was 1998, 99, somewhere around somewhere there. Around with, Wesley with Wesley Snipes, Wesley Snipes man. man. Only one and two. I'm not going to count three. That's oh, another movie we don't talk about. Oh, but okay. I, I'm telling you, man, you get your Brian Reynolds in there, you get your Deadpool before Deadpool, you're fine. No, <laughs> man, three was bad. Three's bad, but three's bad. It, okay. it has its points. No, it a lot of bad points, but it has its points. Oh. Yes, you did. Same with the second one. You just can't get out of this world, can you? Man, <laughs> that's Destiny calling you back, mm-hmm. man. So, have a d- good day, man. Guess what Blade didn't do? It didn't do time traveling. No, it didn't lose money. It didn't? It, di- it made money. If it wasn't for Blade, we wouldn't have had one thing or two things made. Oh, wow. Spider-Man and the X-Men. Oh, man. Because those that showed... Granted, Blade 1 is a great film. Mm-hmm. It's, it's entertaining. It provi- it pro- 
I was a film critic in college, and it provides a whole. Uh, there's usually like uh, 13 to 15 points you can analyze in a film, uh-huh. and if it meets around 80 percent of those, you can qualify it as a properly made film. It's a really cynical thing to think about, like when you when you address it that way. But that's ever since then. I that's the way I kind of look at films. Uh-huh. First, especially these films, every single Marvel or uh, superhero movie I see three times. First time, I'm enjoying it. Uh-huh. Second time, I analyze it, and third time, I really, really analyze it. If uh, for those mistakes, if I'm just getting it because I'm cynical or I'm overanalyzing it, or if I'm those are merit, because that second time, I'm I'm looking for those points and being like, is it meeting this criteria? Am I enjoying it? This movie? Am I enjoying it because I'm a fan, or am I enjoying it because it's a properly made film? So what happens if you if you watch it the second time, you end up not enjoying it? Do you, then that's overall why I you don't. It the third, and then it, then that's why I watch it the third. I watch it the third, knowing that stuff, and just watch it now. And so and you, if I still feel the enjoyment from the scenes that I, I granted I know they're coming up, then I'll be like, yeah, that's a properly made film. And I can tell you everything except Iron Fist. You didn't like Iron Fist. I'm not going to get into that. Right at you, brother. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what? Uh, Danny Rand's punk. <laughs> Never seen it. Shut I'll up. tell you right now. And I, I know. I know. I know. Librarian <laughs> overrides me. You're the, you're the moral iron fist. Why are you getting hit in the face? You know what I mean? Why? Why, are you why, getting, why didn't you like about G, it? Man. Oh man. You didn't like that he was whiny. No, no, I hate my that he's G. whiny. But it comes down to. But did you see him in, in season two of Luke Cage? Yeah, he's fine. No, in the Defenders, that's where because after the Iron Fist came in, he they were like, found himself. He kind of found himself. But I'm very, very excited for Iron Fist season two because that means the two things are happening. They listen to fans and they also read their damn source material. Yeah. So because again, you're the moron. You have to have a certain level of literally martial art combat skill right. before you are ever even considered because that. that was like one of the main criticisms that the fights were like slow and cheesy yeah. and you know guess and, what daredevil and, kicks the shit out of them yeah and you watch daredevil it's like watching the korean version of old boy you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah. it's like man get it this on it should be done <laughs> yeah but we, we go in you know, like i always tend to ramble like about like getting back on my points um with though with blade blade made money uh-huh which caused them to make they were like oh okay what other properties can we have? And that's when Marvel in the '90s they were. That's why all their properties were set up. They they were going bankrupt, so they sold the Hulk to Universal. They right. sold uh, mm-hmm. uh, Spider-Man to Sony and a whole bunch of other properties. And but um, mm-hmm. Blade was still Marvel, right? And Marvel made money, and so they were like, okay, we need. To, that's when they created a whole new division. They created the whole entertainment division or uh, media. I'm uh, sorry. Uh, um, uh, Marvel Studios. Marvel Studios. What technically was only created like after. Uh, uh, Iron, Iron Man. Man, Iron Man, but yeah. they're trying they, to get all the properties. Trying back. to get all the properties back, but yeah. before that, we have Spider Man one, two, and uh, I think three at that point. Yeah. Yeah. They, were, they made three. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. Three. I didn't know if it came out. I forgot if it came three out. Three was the best. Three was. I hate you. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's the Venom I want to see. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, I'm playing. Dude. Oh I'm man, playing. number two. Number two was the best because he was holding on to dude, the train like this. I can tell you right now, I love, dude. I love. Dr. Octavius in that so Dude, much. I yeah, love that I actor. I think that has been the best iteration of him in a long time. And then that's about the only one. Yeah, well, I mean, well, well, I, I think compared to comics, man, that's where I, that's where I live in. So, <laughs> He's like, shut up, Michael. Uh, but because my everyone's modern experience right now was the Superior Spider-Man, which was the storyline of Peter Parker. Spoilers, by the way, if you haven't read this, shame on you. Um, uh, Peter Parker died in two thousand ten ish, somewhere around like there. That. 
What yeah. happened? Is this where Miles Morales is well, yeah. in, right? Yes. No, no not Miles. Well, Miles, Miles came is in from a different. He's from Ultimate. Yeah, but, but now, Ultimate, sure. but now yeah. he's involved in the 616 is, universe. Is that from like that's the all, that's Secret Wars? No, no, no. This is before the Secret Wars. So remember, uh, there are three Secret Wars in, in, oh, involved in Marvel. We wow. have the original yeah, the one, the 80s. original one from the 80s, which is Secret Wars, and we have, which is where we got the black suit. Which yep. is Spider Man's the first appearance of black suit Spider Man is Secret Wars number eight. Also, Spider Man two. I'm not going to challenge myself on that. I don't know it. But it's, um, that's when we got Secret Wars. And that's great. It was oh. the Beyonder going, hey, I'm bored and grabbing every single uh, powered being on Earth. Now put, fight. <laughs> putting them on a planet. You ever see the episode of Futurama where I'm a. Uh, no, I, I, I didn't watch Futurama that you, much. You, you run a nerd I, podcast and you don't watch the, Futurama? No, I, I, no, I don't watch Futurama. I watch it for him. I, yeah. yeah, he watches for me. You know what I'm talking about with the Star Trek episode where it brings him down. And yeah, I yeah. watch Voltron on Netflix. I, that's what I watch. I love Voltron. Hey, what, that oh, new one's pretty dope. Oh, it is, man. Oh, yeah. I'm like, Alora, and she was Actually, like, would... with, uh, uh, what's his name? I forget his name. Kotor? No. <laughs> best, you watch that by the way, Power just Rangers. best thing that's come up on Netflix, like, nerd-wise, Castlevania. Oh, okay. oh, too short. Too short. It's too short. Three episodes. What Four. Four episodes. Four, Four episodes. Then yeah. Alucard's in the last one getting his butt oh, kicked. Man. I'm like, come on, dude. But that animation style and the the, the true violence. And all it was that good stuff. animation. Oh, great animation. Yeah. We get the next season coming next in about the next six months, and I'm I'm ready. I think it comes out in, uh, October. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, within the next six months, and then we get the. Uh, I think we don't know how long the episodes are. Man, or, uh, they I hope better it's an eight, not. It better eight episodes, man. Give me longest is not four. Or I what was it? Thirty. I can't believe it was thirty minute episodes. It, too. It, what was that one? Uh, the six deadly sins or something like that. Seven deadly sins. Seven deadly sins. It was like three episodes, like season two. Mm-hmm. I was like, what is this, man? Hey, really? that's all there was on the yeah, season. Yeah, money's got to go somewhere, man. Yeah. And there's not enough money. Man. But anyway, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, going back to Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. All right. So she she uh, she was in a coma, right? She, mm-hmm. Whatever. Because well, now powers, we've got, man. Well, what are her powers? Okay, so yeah, because uh, I have no idea. Okay, she's so Captain Marvel. Movie and uh, I don't know anything about A lot about of people her. reference her yeah, to like imagine mm-hmm. Supergirl. You know, just kind of baseline super speed, super strength, and it's like. But she has her powers imbued from her by the Kree. The Kree are a race of aliens throughout the Marvel universe. Really? Um, or were they, were oh, they were like talked about in, uh, mm-hmm. in Got Get. Guardians of the Galaxy Part yes, 1, right? Yes, and the, the, the Kree, Kree and the Scroll. And, yeah. um, uh, mm-hmm. So the, uh, the like, Thanos, in his reverence, he is a, uh, a mixed breed of Titans and the, is it, I, I think it's the Scrolls. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the Scrolls from the comic I have no books. Idea. Uh, scrolls are like a shape-shifting race, and that's where we get, like, Secret Invasion. I really think that's where, uh, that, that's where Marvel is going to go after... Infinity War, which would be either Secret Invasions or um, uh, Secret Wars, which would be awesome. But Captain Marvel, she's actually the third. Oh, really? Because Lala was telling me that he was a guy. Yeah. So yeah. Captain Marvel was originally uh, it's, was a guy, and uh, which was before that was another guy. Um, the power comes from Lord Mar hyphen Vel, Lord Marvel. Oh, okay. And which is. <sighs> I haven't read that stuff in, in years. I have some of the original comic books. That stuff's kind of right on it, the nose. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, uh, Are you the, wearing braces? No. You going to shame a man for wearing braces? Yeah, well, I, I, I have never seen him with braces or Invisaligns. No. Yeah. no he's oh. just got shiny pearl, man. Man. Got shiny teeth, man. Oh, never mind, then. I was like, dang. So, Random uh, Ricky ADD moment. Yeah, my bad. I really hope they uh, they do it in the movie where they get to where Carol is um, uh, involved, where she gets imbued with the power of the the Kree, and by Lord Marvel, uh-huh. and to where he basically just goes, 
takes all of his powers and throws it into her. So it's kind of like the, uh, the it's kind of like a a different version of uh, Hal Jordan in the yeah, ring. Yeah, actually, that's a great way to think of it. Yeah, uh, Green Lantern. Yeah, it's a, the power is imbued on on her because a lot of people say, "Well, she was in the right place at the right time." It's like, no, he kind of chose her. He, he found, looked at the cosmos, felt it out, and, and went to her. Um, but she was originally known as Miss Marvel. Uh-huh. As an MS dot Marvel, we now currently have a Miss Marvel, which is M I S S Marvel, which is a little um, um, uh, Middle Eastern girl, cute, funny. It's a it, she's right there with like unbeatable Squirrel Girl, and it's just oh, a really? zany kind of preteen comic. Love it. I absolutely love that run because it does exactly what it says it does. It's fun for kids. Uh-huh. So, but with Carol, Carol has always been a. As much as she's been, she again, she can uh, she can breathe in space. She can um, uh, uh, super strength, super speed. Uh, uh, she's done old versions of her where she had lasers and, and like kind of like Dragon Ball Z type energy type stuff. Really? Um, so what do you think they're gonna do in the movies? I think they're gonna make her a super powered space being in the broadest sense of that. They're gonna make her fly. They're gonna make her. If they don't make her fly, I'm gonna be super pissed. They probably won't make yeah, her fly. They, like she could fly. Just get, mm. let her fly. And that's why in the comics, like, Rogue can fly is uh-huh. because she ended up grabbing uh, Miss Marvel, stealing her powers, like, indefinitely. And then that's why Rogue is now powerful, because Rogue sucked before that. Yeah. Um, uh, mm-hmm. But, okay, but in the comic books, if Miss Marvel's back, and does Rogue not have those powers anymore? No, no, she does. Oh. No, she didn't completely see. Oh, yeah, you think, oh, they, I'm sorry, she, I forgot. She steals them and kills them. No, in the comic book, she uh, Miss Marvel is too powerful for her to die, and so... She She's just recharged. Like, she, 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 just, she just drank it, drank her down all the way to there was like the last ice cube, and the last ice cube ended up melting and filling it up. Oh, so, really? So it's kind of like oh, mm-hmm. awesome, man. because yeah. I was oh, like, because I read that Mrs. Mister and Mrs. X, mm-hmm. and I was like, man, oh, that's a good storyline. Yeah, and I was like, man, is Mar- is I mean, I thought I was just like, man, well, I'm sad okay, so for Rogue not having trying, any powers anymore, man. Well, Marvel is was, trying a couple things right now. Is most I can't tell you how many times during a week or during a day I have I have to explain to like I'm doing to you like. Who who Miss Marvel or Captain Marvel is? Yeah, because they don't know. Mm. She's not. She is an A list Avenger that you don't know. Yeah, because I've and never heard of her until they were until they announced about their, their, their movies. So yeah, I was telling yeah. him too. It was a. Uh, she was. I think she was created. I don't know. I may be wrong. Completely wrong. But she was created to counter Shazam, mm-hmm. wasn't she? Yeah, kind of like. There's always the rival of Marvel and DC. It's always mm-hmm. been there, but it come, you know, especially when you uh, around in the um, '70s is when people started changing between. They started, you know, uh, Steve, uh, Jack Kirby eventually, you know, started creating the new gods, and he went to went to DC and started doing more their galactic sh- crap. Yeah, no more galactic <laughs> I crap. Like, fuck that shit. I don't like any of the galactic stuff. <laughs> so I'm sorry. Are you not looking forward to the the Captain Marvel or or any of really. that? You're I, not. No. no, and and he's not the he's not one of the only ones that do that because. And this is nothing against you. You guys didn't read the cosmic stuff, and it, yeah. it just didn't. I never read it, it, it didn't imbue onto no. to a lot of people um, as kids because it was weird, made no sense. And if you if you weren't, it was definitely those storylines that if you didn't read ten or fifteen issues before that, you had no freaking clue what was going on. What What yeah. about you, Lala? Are you excited for the Captain Marvel? Yeah, I'm ready to see it. Yeah, I mean, he, yeah. I would say he's part of with just the general public that goes. Yeah, I'm, yeah I'll I'd give like, it a chance. Yeah, of course. Like, I, yeah. even like. So what? What, what are you looking seen for? It in the, uh, the Spider-Man cartoon. Way Spider-Man. Back in the day. Oh yeah, man. I didn't remember that. What, yeah. what? Actually, what would make you excited yeah. about the film? Yeah, Michael. Like I said, I'd give it a chance, just okay. like the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, if it just I, I get, knew I knew of them. I never read any of the comics I, when they announced the movie. I thought this is a stupid move. 
I was wrong. Yeah. It was a fun, fun film. Entertaining. And it was entertaining. What the whole point is to be entertained. That's obviously yeah. the whole thing. Right. And so, and that's usually how I look at those films is like, did it, am I entertained with this story? And I, I, I and I've gotten to the point, I'm absolutely able to separate my comic knowledge until they throw things in there for people like me. So do you, do y'all think like in like the when she shows up in Avengers the next one right? Mm-hmm. You think she's just gonna show up like super powered like Thor my, did at my the end fear, of it and it's like my kill everybody? fear of this is that they are going to make her the say the Superman. They are gonna make her the one thing to handle Thanos. I can tell you right now there is not a, mm-hmm. di- a cold day in hell that will make in the comics Captain Marvel single handedly powerful enough to take on Thanos. That that there is is he just that powerful he, in the comic books? There's a reason people were afraid of him before he had the stones, dude. Oh really? I yeah. thought it was just his army or whatever. He no, was like no, he a, diabolical um, and stuff. For Thanos, we're gonna go in kind of his lineage in the comics. I guess right now is he he's an abomination in the eyes of two races, the Skrulls and the Titans. Uh-huh. Um, so so he answered that by killing all of them. Oh really? The Titans are. Uh, were I say were because he killed all of them were the single most physically powerful beings in the universe like they were just big old brick shit house they were you know <laughs> they were <laughs> like Waller <Wallen. laughs> <laughs> so you know th- these were beings that were along with the Celestials they were just old and powerful and really kind of didn't do anything I, I like th- thinking them like Sands uh-huh. you know they were just a race that was imbued for d- centuries of being a powerful race. And then you have one, one, a Titan killing all of those people. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're going to get a reputation after that. You single handedly. So. Like Frieza. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah, you watched no, that. You yeah. watched that show. Yeah, so you know exactly what I'm talking about. You, mm. It doesn't matter. It was like, well, why, are, he, why is this dinky little thing in a floating ball so, so scary? Do you know the shit he's done? You know, yeah. it's just like, yeah. So, Thanos. There's only he's only died in the comics like two or three times. Didn't he just die recently? He like killed himself yeah. or in the future like oh, space. Oh man, space Ghost Rider. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I can't uh, tell you how much I love that space rider man. <laughs> man, the, the only reason I know that is because I watched uh, Comic Storying on YouTube. I and love. He, he actually, um, we uh, we're actually on good terms with him. Um, oh really? Uh, we we emailed oh, yeah. him a couple times and we met him at Comic Con. Um, uh, couple i think about six months ago and my brother and i we've, we've been kind of talking with him when we can and oh wow um, yeah that... i also love comics explained yeah um, i love rob uh, uh he's uh i listen to uh, even me as a comic guy I, you know i listen to both of those guys while i'm driving around and uh-huh. kind of restarting my, my knowledge on it because i'm really good with my storylines and stuff that i've done but there's sometimes when i was like well, there's so much history. So there. much stuff. It's, it's, it's just easy to forget. So much stuff. And then you got everyday so stuff. Yeah. But okay, <laughs> now back to the like. So with Captain Marvel being shown, and I like I said, her my fear is that they they're making her the saving grace. I hope they don't do that. I hope what they do is make her in charge of an army or or a Cree um, or a, um, a something that's not just solely on her. Uh-huh. Because I feel that's a cop out. Right. I feel that having this one thing that only Nick Fury knew, you know. Yeah, it's like if he knew, how come he didn't call her in the very beginning? Mm-hmm. That's a question that I want answered, but I don't think we're going to get. No, I don't think so yeah. either. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I, it was just like, 
Yeah, because you know, I kind of share that fear of her turning into Superman. Because mm-hmm. I've always said, especially me and Michael have talked about this, but Superman's a boring character. Mm-hmm. He's just too powerful. He just has. A, you need to read some of the new stuff then. I mean, well, heroes it's, are really defined by their villains, and Batman always had the the better villains. Yep. Yeah, but mm-hmm. Batman was just a regular guy. You know, he's psychotic and exactly. Yeah, thank you for saying that because villain. yes, Bruce Wayne is an absolute one hundred percent psychopath. Yeah. 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 Yes. I mean, yeah. that's what that's what makes him good. I'm. I'm you I know, think that's why I like. You know how Wolverine. much actually, um, how much money, um, uh, how, how much he would take to actually save Gotham? How much? Two point one billion dollars. Oh, really? That's all it would take. If Bruce Wayne truly wanted to save Gotham the way he wants to, he can uh, uh, put money for infrastructure reconstruction. He could put money in for proper medical care. He could put in money for hiring. You know, putting in <laughs> politicians to do that. Oh, so it's kind of like it all it would take. If if you can buy secretly. A three hundred trillion dollar uh, watchtower spaceship. Yeah. There is absolutely nothing that Bruce Wayne couldn't do if he wanted to. Right. Yeah, I never thought he about that. He just likes to cosplay. People up in the street in the middle of the night. Uh-uh. I hate you. I hate you. Being but you know, stories, good stories, don't get told that way. So you know, <laughs> exactly. Like, that right, would be so, a boring story. It'd be which, like half you know, an issue. On, we we you know we just dealt with the the marriage of Catwoman and Batman. I say marriage. Yeah, loosely. we talked about that too, me and Lalo. And I was like, there's no... Before, you know what that, happened, That right? was before it came out. And I was like, there's no way it's going to happen because then uh-huh. he'd have to beat her up and do you know, not going to promote Do you, do you know what happened with the storyline? Uh, I heard it got uh, it got crashed by the yeah. penguin or something like yeah. that. Yeah, Catwoman walked, walked out. Oh, oh, she oh, walked really? out on Yeah. Her? Why? By the way, spoilers. Oh, three. Uh, too, too late. late. <laughs> so um, uh, I guess the whole podcast. But it, it comes down to... She left him at the altar. Oh man! Do they explain why? Yeah, because a happy Batman can't. A happy Bruce Wayne can't make a Batman. That's dumb. Yeah, dude. I I I had fifteen to twenty pull list closed after that issue. Wow, really? I think DC made a horrible decision. Wow. Because I mean, they could like they. Could, it, it, I I think they could have done more if, because if, like if love been, is like the love great is amazing motivator, thing. Right? Absolutely, and it, it's just like with Ben uh, 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 in uh, uh, Fantastic, Fantastic Four. Four. It's one thing that we've been waiting for comics for for decades for that, and and Dan and Dan Slott gave that to us. But it was also, is it the same stakes level? Absolutely not. But you have, well, on me as a proprietor of, of a business, I lost a lot of money. On that happening. Oh wow! I I lost. I, I'm I so if you don't know what a pull list is, pull list is where um, someone comes in, they set up a list of stuff they want ordered or they want to get week to week, month to month, uh-huh. and I do that. I order that for them and I keep it for all on the side. And when they come up, they pay pay for it. I had ten to fifteen pull lists close after oh, that no. issue came out. You know why? Fuck you. DC. It was a giant mm-hmm. middle finger. Be- and dude, this is a story time. I guess I had a I had a woman, a young woman coming. She's probably around my age, and um. Every single variant I could order for the last like three months, every single comp, any if it is in any way involved with that marriage, she wanted it. Oh, Didn't really? matter if it was a hundred or a hundred and fifty dollar variant, she wanted it. Wow, Grant, I'm like absolutely. We're ab- of course I'll order it for you. We'll get it. Of course, some of the crazy expensive ones we didn't, you know, because it's dumb right. for variants to be that expensive. Mm. But oh man, Josh and I read it and. Because uh, comics come in on Tuesday and I sell them on Wednesday, so absolutely I read everything on Tuesday. <laughs> and so uh, we we were we were really trepidatious that day about how people are going to feel, and we were right. Um, on that day, she came picked up her stuff, and the next day she came back, and she was. It looked like she had been crying 
her face was all red, oh, and no. she comes up and she was just like, I- "I'd like to cancel my pull list, please." Wow. This was a oh, no. a heartbroken woman, like girl, fucking girl, you know. And we were like, "You read it, didn't you?" And she was like, "And that's when she starts crying in front of us." She's like, "I don't understand." why they decided to do something like that. And I was like, we don't either, honey. We don't. Like, I think it's a beautiful way for people to interact because it, it creates, you know, what they want a reaction, right? Well, right. They got a reaction. Yeah, probably not the one they wanted. Mm-hmm. But I, mean, I see two sides of that. I mean, you've got the drama. You've got people that invested in that, that mm-hmm. kind of storyline of the characters, which is good. But to have that kind of reaction after a storyline goes mm-hmm. like that, you need to diversify. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you... Mm-hmm. If you cancel your pull list because of one That's, issue, and trust me, uh, you, we you were, need to start reading something else. Sir. We, we were very yeah. adamant on doing that, on being like, "Hey, uh, Batman White Knight is still going on," you know. Um, uh, and we, we were trying, and a lot of these guys, when I said they closed their pull list, they were only having these one or five issues. They were only they were like, uh, it happens with Secret Wars, it happened with the the Metal series, happens with it's happening with Doomsday. I have roughly around 200, 250 pull lists in my store right now, and I would say probably half of them only have one title on. You know, mm-hmm. that's, hey, I only want Doomsday or everything involved in Doomsday or I only want everything involved with the wedding or, or you know, which yeah. at that point will be around five or six different titles. But you do that. Well, when that story's over, yeah, they close their pull list or, but that doesn't mean I lose their patronage. Yeah. That just means that they want that one. So it's a lot of the times in this one, now all of these people, except for three of them, I still have their patronage. I just don't, and, you know, pull lists are a great, great they don't way. Pull that title they don't pull that title. And so. Well, one, I've ordered that stuff because comics take about two months to order. Uh-huh. Well, some of that stuff I've already ordered for you, mm-hmm. and so I need you to pick up. So, thankfully, all of them have been very adamant when I explained that to them. It's like, gotcha. Yeah, we'll pick up her stuff, absolutely. But after that, we're, we're going to – but that's when it's my job and my employee's job to find them something. Right. Okay. Hey, get involved. Um, there's so many great titles like The Life of Captain Marvel right now. I love. I think it's fantastic. Okay. All right, so let's let's close it up with that. With the life of Captain Marvel, right? Michael read it. I read it. You know, Michael, tell me what you thought. We'll, we'll just go what'd around the like, table. Or what you don't like? It was knowing nothing about really about the character other than the name. Mm-hmm. It was interesting. I mean, you you get some background, you get some history, which is a good introduction to the character. I thought. Uh-huh. Um, if I were handed a second issue, I'd probably read it. But it's, Good, I got one downstairs. But, <laughs> oh, really? I'm gonna it buy wasn't it. something that I would... I, honestly, it interested me enough to go out and seek uh, again. Okay. What about you? Me, I read it. I like the storyline. Uh, I didn't care too much about the... The daddy issues? The daddy issues, because everybody's <laughs> got daddy issues. Even Lalo. But, you know, it's, it's especially me, you know, because, you know, if anybody knows me, you know, I got a lot of daddy issues. But it's like... But... You know, I, I did enjoy that she didn't like uh, make it a crutch. It, was, mm-hmm. it didn't seem too much of a crutch for her, like it, it is for like Batman. He uses the the motive of having a, a bad childhood to do everything that he absolutely, does. yeah. It's, and, it's yeah. one of those things that uh, you, you get some weight behind why these decisions are being made, and then you're like, you kind of yeah. go with it more. It's yeah. part of the past, but it doesn't define yeah. your future exactly. And that's what mm-hmm. I did like about it. And I, I like the Fantastic Four issue one, and like this one, I enjoyed the, the art style. Mm-hmm. And I, oh, I, I love the art style. The art, the art is great. I absolutely good. love them. It, it was it was just so great. And it was I, like I also I like Fantastic Four a little bit better than than oh the Fantastic style. Four art's amazing. Yeah. and because well, I I loved like in the nineties, who was that artist that did the X Men all the time that me and you talked about? Jim Lee. 
Oh, it, Joe Matarero? Oh, yeah, Joe, Joe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of his anime style. Oh, yeah. And he, he revolutionized the industry at that time. Absolutely. Because everyone else was copying Jim Lee and, mm-hmm. yeah. and Mark Silvestri. And he was like, nah, fuck it, I'm doing my own thing. And, and so it was I, great. I feel like the Fantastic Four, the, the, the way that looks, it might... I'm not, like, big into comic books it's right good, now. It's a good relation to that. Yeah, yeah. and I think... I would like to see more art style that way for a little bit yeah. until I get tired of looking at it. <laughs> the well, and, and you know, I, it's it's a it's an issue that I've been selling really well. Let me go ahead and say that really cool. So, um, it, that's been a fun thing for me. And also, in my experience, this is a lot of people's first experience of Captain Marvel, and that I hate. Uh-huh. I really wish that they would have. Um, Marvel is doing a really, really cool thing right now that they do something called True Believers, uh-huh. which I saw is, that over these there. are amazing. I love these books. We I've tried. got some of the original issues of those. Yeah, so oh. True Believers <laughs> is a $1 comic book that is an original. Yeah. Oh, really? So, it's a reprint. Guess what? You want yeah. the Fantastic Four number one? It's a, uh, I have a dollar oh, reprint of the yeah. Fantastic Four number one. Oh, and so sweet. Marvel has been doing that anytime they're like for the Ant-Man and the Wasp, the movie came out. Yeah, we got like 15 different Ant-Man or Wasp uh, one-shots with that. And in the back of every single one of these one-shots is a solicit for a graphic novel where you can continue to read them. I think it's the most brilliant thing ever oh, that yeah. Marvel has done because mm-hmm. it's actually funny. If On my shelf right now, I have a, a full shelf of True Believers. If, uh-huh. it was, if those were actually real, we were right around 50 to Sixty thousand dollars worth of comics. Dang! <laughs> you know, there's first appearance of Black Panther, first appearance of um, uh, you know, Fantasy, there's a couple Fantastic Four number ones down there, yeah. but they're all reprints. So they did not do that for Cap for this Marvel, and I hope they do it when it comes out. Uh-huh. But I believe they should have done that now, now when the Life Cap Marvel comes out because get hey, you got ten bucks, great. The issue's four ninety nine. Once you burn the rest of the, those bucks on a couple of these original. Captain right. Marvel comic books. So we know what's going so on. So you, yeah. you also get just a, a feel of what she was back in the day because as emotional as the, the life of Captain Marvel was, I, I it's incredibly polarizing. Yeah. It's you people are like, I don't what it's a girl with daddy issues. I don't want okay, yeah. fine. And people get burned out. Or you yeah. know, the other side of it is like, oh, people like me, I'm like, man, she's been kind of a bitch for like the last couple years. Yeah, like, yeah, she's I don't just know. been really and yeah. of course the last thing we had to do was Civil War Two. Uh, was that where she was a main main thing involved? Oh, she was. And uh, so so, <laughs> all right. So what what can to anybody listening? What what should they? Is there anything to look forward to right now? You should be months? looking forward to absolutely anything DC. Uh huh. DC, especially Doomsday Clock. Doomsday Clock. Oh man. That, so if they it. I guess there's a title on that mm-hmm. somewhere. It's a nice, big... It's it, If you don't know... Along it's the side of the spine. It's the official sequel to Watchmen. Oh, is it? Oh, so, really? Oh, okay. yeah. And it is now DC canon, and Watchmen is the single best piece of literature I carry in the, carry in the store, uh-huh. by far. Um, it's one of those things that if, you, if you're a comic person you have not read Watchmen, what is wrong with you? <laughs> you, you really should. Well, you you're really probably should. too young. Well, yeah. even so, then, I, you know, I, I... You need to seek it out. It's really good. You need to good. seek it out. It is an amazing thing, but... Doomsday Clock, uh, the metal just got done. It's nuts, uh, the Dark Knight's metal. Um, but for Marvel, um, I think people should stick to Life of Captain Marvel, uh-huh. and I, and especially the Fantastic Four. I mean, but we also got the Marvel Two in One, which is still going. Um, we've got uh, a whole bunch of the Venom stuff is coming out, which is gonna be really cool. Um, we've got. Uh, uh, I hate my mind's blanking right now. Um, what about that new uh, Batgirl? Since they're doing the show now, the um, the Batgirl. Uh, the Batwoman. Yeah, the Batwoman. Batwoman. Yeah. Um, yeah, is that... One, by the way, I'm totally fine with Ruby doing it. I think she's going to do fine. Yeah, I, I think she's going to do great. You need to shut the hell up. Yeah, um, what is that? Uh, 
the the biggest thing about that is same thing. It's a character that not a lot of people are, are well Familiar. versed in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so uh, she's uh, when she came out like eighties. Batwoman. Uh, I think. I think there's a Batwoman in, in, in the eighties, but I, I don't think this. I version. mean, at some point, we, yeah. This yeah, I think version. this version's from the eighties. Um, uh, which is fine. And her, the there there's going to be some new titles coming out with her, obviously, because. Yeah. All of those, they know exactly to capitalize on their stuff. That's why I have Flash stuff. That's why I have uh, 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 any of the Legends of Tomorrow. Yes, they have. If you think that they don't, no. They absolutely know what their numbers are, and they (laughs) want to pump out stuff to support that as much as possible. So if uh, the biggest thing, if you like the movies, if you like um, the, uh, the TV shows that are coming out right now, Come to your local comic store, and there will be, I swear, there will be someone, if you, uh, well, I, I can't swear because there are places that suck, but um, uh, if you go and you really want it, you need to go seek out what's around there, because I have graphic novels right now for every single one of the characters that is out on screen right now. Oh, if really? you want mm-hmm. to know specifically about the Guardians of the Galaxy, well, great. The Guardians of the Galaxy right now, the ones that we know are actually, they're not the original Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. They're from the 2004 or 2003 or 4 remake. Well, guess mm-hmm. what? You know, at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy 2, whenever uh, Sylvester Stallone has got his whole crew right there, that's the original Guardians of the Galaxy. And you want to know about them? Great. I've got graphic novels set aside specifically for that. You want to know about um, uh, the Atom from uh, uh, DC? Great. I've got set, uh, you know, I we make it a point here, especially at Sci-Fi Factory, uh, I'm here for you guys. Yeah. And it's fun for me to talk. Obviously, I can't, haven't shut up for the last two hours. Um, it's fun for me and, fun. and people like my brother and my employees and uh, uh, merit that I do. I don't hire anyone here that's not an expert. Right. Um, you got to be well versed in, in something. And whereas in my brother and I were the comics and like hero clicks and all that stuff. And I'm kind of like the jack of all trades when it comes to it. But I've got magic guys. I've got um, uh, uh Warhammer guys, I've got stuff like that, and it's all here at uh... at Sci-Fi Factory Lake Worth. We're yeah. over in uh, over the Target Shopping Center over in uh, Lake Worth, and uh, we're if you if you are using an iPhone to find us, you will most likely get sent over to the Chick Fil A. The Chick Fil A, oh, that yeah. place is always packed, dude. Yeah, yeah. So if you're in that Target Shopping Center, go all the way down. We're right next to Hobby Lobby and PetSmart. My name is Justin Jones. I'm the manager here. My twin brother's name is Joshua Jones. My other employees are Cameron James. Every single one of us will be well-versed enough to help you in something. And if you don't know what you want, that's okay. Come on in and ask questions. Don't be afraid to ask us um, mm-hmm. questions. And there's no such thing as a stupid question when it comes to this. Because if you don't know, you don't know. And don't that's, know. that's totally yeah. fine. And we're passing the savings on to you. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got a question, though. Yeah, what's up? Let's move away from the big two. Mm-hmm. Um, more the independents. Well, uh, Dark Horse is on, not really on, an independent. Hold on, hold on, Michael. Let, let's let's start to wrap it up because it's we're getting on time. We got to pick up the kids. I got to pick oh, up. Oh, really? The kids. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I can, so, I can answer whatever quick. Yeah. Real, real quick. Real quick. Um, if you recommend a new reader for something that's not from the big two, what Hellboy. would you recommend? Straight Hellboy? up. There is there okay. is. Other than no, I mean, I'm, 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 that no, straight up. If you if you are yeah. looking to take a step outside of the big two, Marvel and DC, you've got three three major titles. You've got Hellboy. Hellboy is kind of the oldest one, because yeah. um, other people will say Spawn, and it's fine. But Hellboy is the one where the question is: Do you realize, or sorry, do you know how many religions or fairy tales there are in the world? And when that number really sinks in, and then you tell someone that this storyline has every single one of them, and they're real. Oh yeah, and their mind kind of goes what, and then you have Hellboy, uh, uh, Anunun Ramun, who is 
he's there and he's real and he is dealing with every single one of them. And he's a prick. Yeah. He's fine. He doesn't want to deal with anything. He's like a plumber. Yeah, and yeah. he's just ah crap. You know, he's the guy. Then you have um, Saga and The Walking Dead. Um, Saga has always been the longest standing kind of uh, alien storyline. I haven't read it quite currently, but I do remember reading it. I was really into it. Saga is a. Your wife was reading on that. Yeah. Was she? She was. Was it that book? The Brian uh, Saga Vaughn, is, it? is done by Image. Um, uh, then. Uh, it has to do with space, it has to do with aliens, do a lot, a lot of things, a mm-hmm. lot of emotional relationships, a lot of emotional relationships, a lot of. Um, okay. And then, of course, if if you're fans of <laughs> The Walking Dead, and you haven't read it, what is Definitely wrong? Definitely read it because it's a lot better been, than the show. Yeah, I've been reading it since it came out. I actually still have my number one from when I picked it up off the shelf in when I was eleven, or actually it was two thousand. Three when Listen I got rich it. man here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, man. I mean, well, I actually, I uh, I had a couple of them because my brother and I were always raised with buy one to read, one to keep. Mm-hmm. And oh, I, I should have done that with the Fantastic Four. Yeah. Do you bring my comic book by the way? I brought it. So I, I am. Uh, you know, I bought four uh, since my brother and I we couldn't share. We bought four issues. And <laughs> when the season two actually came up, I was end up, I ended up selling one of them for around twelve hundred, and I sold uh, a couple years later, Dang. sold another one for fifteen, and then um, last year I sold the last one for twenty one hundred. Wow. And they were all uh, graded like 9.0, which is great. I'm going to sell all my comic books now, too. Yeah. I, I got like, like I said, I get 50 bucks. They paid for my college. <laughs> I mean, I'll be happy if I get 20 bucks. I mean, I got like gold issues. They're like gold, gold, gold plated. I mean, all the old 90s, all the gold, hall of foils. <laughs> back yeah, on, yeah, back yeah. on that thing is like if you if you have not read The Walking Dead, everything up to, to the uh, television show right around the end, mid of season three to season four, everything before that is original to the, to the show. It's still. Um, uh, uh, Robert Kirkman writing the show. He's doing. He's uh, my be- uh, my favorite thing he said about it was, "Why would I write stories exactly as I wrote them before when I have a new opportunity as a writer to take these characters in directions that I may have wanted to in the comic book, but I didn't. So why would I waste that opportunity?" And I was like, "That is like the smartest thing I've ever heard a writer say whenever wow. they're given an opportunity like that." So if you have not read The Walking Dead, like, oh, like a bit of a small spoiler and how different it is if you know the show. You know the character Tyrese? Well, in the comic book, Tyrese is there with Shane in the very beginning. He's there in the campground. He's there from the, um, uh, from the very beginning. And so when Shane dies, he's already right there with Rick. They go into the prison together. They are a part of the group. So that yep. changes the, the, um, uh, the, uh, the way those characters interact. Obviously, instead of being like, who are you when you're in the prison? You're it's like, like, uh, you're it's like, like hey, those... Uh, those uh, those stupid movies, the Resident Evil movies, where everybody doesn't yeah. know anybody, yeah. and you're like, who would? Yeah. We're just like, anyway. you guys know each other. And then yeah. the last stuff like, is if you can pick them up while you can, DC is doing Hanna-Barbera crossovers. I heard about that. Dude, we just had the, the uh, Sylvester and Catwoman. The cover is the single most ridiculous version <laughs> of Sylvester and accurate. If hate and anger looked like a cat, it would look like this Sylvester. Dude, I'd have to check. I'm going to have, have to check that out. I'll show I'll you check it out. But yeah, um, uh, like I said, if you guys are interested in, in talking with me or talking with anyone else who's you know up to the kind of level that we, we take in serious, because we take comics incredibly seriously here, yeah, uh, come down to Sci-Fi Factory Lake Worth or any of the locations around you. We have a one in Keller, we have one in Burleson. When and, uh, when I guess when Venom and a uh, next big comic book movie comes out, we'll mm-hmm. have to get you back on the show, get your opinion, see what mm-hmm. you think, because mm-hmm. normally it's just be me and Michael. Again. And then Lala watches it on DVD. <laughs> on DVD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I, 
I'd, I'd love to come. Uh, you guys are welcome back anytime. We can talk about yeah. anything you guys want want to. So yeah, because this, this was really fun. I really enjoyed it, and we'll have yeah. a better setup than my phone yeah. being dead for the last thirty minutes, <laughs> <laughs> which is fine because I, I really enjoyed this conversation because I really do enjoy talking about comic books. You can yeah. ask Michael. Me and him known each other for like almost twenty years. And yeah. that's mm-hmm. yeah, and that's all we ever we played Halo hey, together, culture, we slept man. together, and stuff. It's just, this is not it's sorry, it's not subculture anymore. This is now pop culture. Yeah, I bled for my comics, man. You know, I got put in the hospital for 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 liking Superman when I was a kid. Man, we're gonna have to talk so, about that. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right, so uh, ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of TDMR, your underground indie, unwritten, unprepared unfunded. podcast. Unfunded. unfunded. Well, oh, I, I got twenty bucks. I funded. I funded. <laughs> no, no, I funded. Uh, but yeah. Uh, I'm your host, Ricky, the Jolly Rancher Commander. I'm Lalo, the Mood Killer. I'm Michael, the Librarian. <laughs> librarian. Okay, fine. I've got a nickname. Or do you want to go back to the Panty Dropper? Oh, <laughs> damn. I was never that. Yeah, you <laughs> like, Listen to the old episodes. That's what you used to call yourself. The I never called myself that. <laughs> you called him that. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. All right, so if you enjoyed this show, please take a moment out of your busy days and stop by iTunes and leave five stars and maybe a review, right, Lalo? Yeah. Don't be like that punk that just left one star. <laughs> one star, no review. Hey, really. that's what I, that's what I uh, anyone makes a review, you know, I'd love, we're all going to love criticism, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then I can actually make it better for you, you punk. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and if you have, you want to chime in on the conversation, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and you can also email us at tdmrpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, I want to give a special thanks to uh, to Justin Jones over here in the hey, Sci-Fi Factory. It, man. Yeah, thank you for no having problem, us. Guys, you guys are welcome back anytime. And uh, also to Astro Panda Productions for allowing us the space to do what we love. Thanks. Any last thanks. words, Lalo? Because you're always the last word guy. I don't know. You say read, read more <laughs> comics. Read more comics. Read more comics. <laughs> there you yeah. go. Thank you. <laughs>
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.